2: wherever you get your BBC podcast.
3: Guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
4: Hi guys! Welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. Apparently, I fake my accent, so I wanted to, you know, do I you don't mean? know. I don't know. I got a, tw- a-, a tweet that said they think I fake my accent, bitch. I don't know what that mean. Look, yeah, you see, I just switched it up. This is me, puss ass hoe. Anyway, y'all, welcome to another episode. It's your girl, Mandy B,
3: a.k.a. That Bitch, a.k.a.
4: Pit. Well,
3: no, fuck. It's Someone that has known Mandy for almost 15 years, she is absolutely that ghetto. I-
4: fuck you no but I really have sounded and talked like I've been me since since I've been me since I came out the goddamn womb
3: I think sometimes you when you're like having fun maybe you like it comes out me me too
4: but I don't know it's weird like when I don't like that you also just said that something comes out
3: no no no. I'm saying you get more hype I didn't yeah mean, I, my, my, my voice gets louder I don't think no, I like, you get more hood, the more like lit you get bitch don't let you get lit First off, I
4: will for one
3: say that it's I don't. Mandizzle. I don't like the
4: adjectives of hood and ghetto being used in reference to how I speak. That shit is. Fun, I will bitch. say that for right ghetto. Now. What? You're a fun ghetto. Just say I'm bugetto or something, but no, not I ghetto. No, I say that. I Wait. Said- <laughs> oh, bitch! I'm sorry. Don't do me. I am bugetto. You see, I got the heels on today. I also figured y'all, since y'all, for those of y'all who watch on the YouTube. We be coming in here, bitch, with I, sweats and graphic tees, and I'm like, this is a sex nah, pod. She's can we give be, titty? She's
3: trying to be shady, right? Can now Can we give titty? We Why came am I in trying to be sh- sweats and graphic tees? <laughs> what a bitch! Bitch, we we because I you said, know what? I said we. You are the one that looks more gay, and I just no, would like no, to I'm say, not. yes, no, you are. I'm not. I want this fucking mic in my hand. Yes, no. you are. Can you not
4: touch the mic because guess what? Audio picks up. I don't know if you know. You've only been potting for four years. We can hear that. The listener can hear you wow. brambling with a mic.
3: Bitch, God damn! Play me like a deck of cards, bitch. Because really, if we want to talk about it, you in Let's the do little it. animal print shoes you got going on, trying to be What's spicy With me, I am spicy, honey. Spicy. See how fucked up so you? So is my accent. She really it's tried spicy. to have me come in here and just be a normal person like I've been doing for four years. A and normal, she was like I'm normal. A, I'm in a the last few feels. episodes. Wow. bro, Wow. Nothing about you. You're is a normal. bitch.
4: Nothing about you is normal. Anyway. God, I guess. Damn, man, he's so tired. You ready? I mean, I'm just saying, y'all. Welcome to another show. For those of you who have not listened to this show before, we know this why. Because
3: you got a problem. They you have a problem. You guys, our Wait. show is supposed to be about sex, not therapy. <laughs> we had that episode a long <laughs> time ago. And maybe she should come back. Anyway. Anyway, I
4: I guess we'll start. Let's do a catch up. It's just us. Uh, no we'll mustard. Do, what? See, that's, you, that's... I know, bitch. I was like... <laughs> oh, that was God. Oh, sh- no, it wasn't God.
3: He was like, she be tripping. Let me get her. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you done? You done? No, I'm trying to cross my legs and the problem is... You ghetto? No. No, bitch. <laughs> the problem is a bitch been working out and... The way my thighs are burning right now, I don't even know how I'm doing this. I damn sure ain't gonna ride no dick tonight, but this right here hurts because I've been using like the elastic bands and it shit. It must be
3: really early. These on. shits is fire. I didn't mean that was shade. You it, did. You but get, it, no, no, but no. Everyone knows. You get over the feeling. They
4: could tell these thighs, I don't be working out. Um, no, I don't it's think on so. a dick, but I am back in the gym see, now, 2021. I don't, like, 2021.
3: That. I don't what? like people saying like visually, like, oh, you don't work out because you look like.
4: Uh, yeah, that's what people assume when they don't see you as thin. Period.
3: I hear you. Yeah. I just like to, it, I'm a, it, it, I'm a, I'm a Lizzo think, fan. I know. Exactly. When that bitch be like, I'm healthy I'm as fuck healthy. and I'll run circles around you. <laughs> well, no, I just had to have that
4: conversation with a, a Twitter person because they were like, yeah, well, they, they considered me trying to get to a healthy weight. I said, nigga, ain't nothing wrong with my blood pressure or cholesterol or anything else. And so, yeah, like you're just seen as unhealthy if you're not thin. So I don't, that's why, I mean, I made the joke, but yeah, I'm in the gym now, but I could very well be in the gym and still have this body and just tone up
3: and people still going to view me as unhealthy. It's weird because like, I don't know, healthy weight is an interesting one. And I feel it's like bullshit. I feel like it doesn't prescribe to someone that's your size. Like I watch a lot of like my 600 pound life and there's an, I understand that. You don't get it, because you always been small. No, 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 with no, you. This size, I'm telling when you. When people say I healthy lost, weight for a size bruh, like yours, I lost always 80 like...
4: pounds and people still fat shaming me, bruh. You don't read the YouTube comments. And mind you, my other show is also very visual where I sit in a chair like this. I'm getting fat shamed after losing 80 pounds because I'm still not thin. I'm probably never going to be thin. I'm also five foot one, So my weight, if I gain 5 pounds, it may look like I gained 12. Because I'm five foot one. Right. So no, I get what you're saying. But nah, bruh, people are calling me unhealthy and big. At, bitch, I'm between, I, I go between 155 and 164. Isn't that insane?
3: Like, I feel like when I My run n-ga. into people that know knew you from back in the day or they'll see a picture, I catch up with someone, like... Damn,
4: Mandy got skinny as fuck. And I and I'm mad. <laughs> right. The people that know me as two hundred and thirty pound Mandy, yes. Yeah. And so yeah, the fact like, again, I'm just like, damn, I can't win for losing because when I was at my smallest, which was like 150, I got down to one fucking fifty. People were telling me I look sick. What made you want to start, like, start working out? Um Just because my partner now, girl, I be taking sea moss pills. I felt like, oh, maybe I wasn't healthy. That's why I caught the COVID. So, bitch, I be, like, (laughs) just being healthy. I got elderberry shit in my house. I ain't never heard of none of that shit. He got me taking a little oregano oil drops under my tongue and shit. A bitch is, like, just amping her immune system, especially being that I did. I thought that I was
3: like... (laughs) Bitch, I'm going to survive when the world ends. So I think COVID... Well, even though people are asymptomatic, like it does lower your immune... I read about that. I don't know if it's real, but... Yeah. So,
4: I mean, the the part of working out in the gym, uh, me and my nigga been going hiking and I can't... Some days I can't keep up with him in bed and I'd be embarrassed because he got me by 17 years, bitch. And I'm like
3: all right no <laughs> i'm not going to the gym for the youtube comments y'all ass it's for dick it's for dick like most of the shit i do in life you know what i mean do it for dick baby if you do it for nothing else i don't blame you on
4: that one so <laughs> my, my leg shaking bitch you <laughs> <This> shit hurt <laughs> i'ma just sit like a nigga baby can, y'all gonna get this shit y'all gonna, say, gonna get this they, crotch are they on her feet just put the i don't know y'all gonna get this crotch because the way, No. you want put your I, you want to take one to pause and put sweats on no what a, oh now i'm a fucking footstool
3: <laughs> yes <laughs> baby come on so anyway, um, Mandy's feet are very, very like close to my face and this is free. Interesting. <laughs> don't do that. Let's go. Anyway, what's the catch up? What you been up to? Hope? So I'm gonna get comfortable. Hope. Our show comes out on Monday. Can't talk about it yet, but I'm super excited. I have something announcing on Tuesday. I don't even know the date, but, um, you know, I finally got to tell Mandy and I was so excited about telling you. I guess this is like pretty stupid. Right, I got the announcement <laughs> before the announcement. But I just, and it's funny because I've been wanting to tell Mandy for so long, but you know when you want something to be perfect? Oh, I just thought because we ain't been good. No, oh. I, I wanted to surprise, I wanted you to like see it with your own eyes. I was like, she's going to be so excited to like see this. And every time, you know, other little shit would go wrong, I'd be like, damn, I want to tell Mandy. Yeah. Because we've been having fuck ups. A lot you know? of fuck ups. And I guess you guys will every figure week, it out.
4: fuck ups. Yeah. Like, damn, I thought we was doing good. Another
3: argument. God damn it. Oh, I actually meant like... Oh, no, was, I was talking about us. Oh, I mean, but this is actually... I'm okay. It's an argument. I don't... <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, who was it? Was it Keila? I talked to someone and they were like, how are you, Mandy? I was like, same shit. We same good. shit. We good today. That's Did literally I, what I be saying. Same, same shit. Same shit. You Four know. years later, same shit. But, you know, like, it's interesting because the more... I don't know. We do this podcast and, like, even though, like, we still argue and those things happen, I always laugh when people say we're gonna break up. Cause I be like, nigga, you know what we've been through? You think this little tension you heard, like, one week that that was gonna do oh, it? Yeah, Cause nah, y'all niggas be, don't know. Y'all niggas don't know. At all. But anyway, let's stay on a good track. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's be happy, y'all. I've been working really hard and, um, Bitch painting, doing shit. I've been on a ladder and shit. My nails, my everything looks fucking crazy. And I can't wait till it's finally done. I'm super excited. And yeah. Um, also, y'all know I have a show coming with Fuse and um, my filming got pushed to COVID. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't come out at the same time, which is kind of scary because that basically means you just got to hurry it up. Oh, you about to be
4: on that Tyler Perry schedule. Uh, basically. I got a whole season in two weeks. Actually, yes. Yeah, Mandy. that's what Them niggas going. said.
3: We're going to do February fourteenth to the twenty eighth. I was like, I th- okay, because it's supposed to be eight episode plus the altic plus the redo. Yep, two weeks. So oh. I don't know if it's coffee or cocaine I'll do, but <laughs> I am going to make sure I get this shit done. Anyway, no, that's right. it's stressful, but I think sometimes being busy is like a little fun because you forget like, you know, the rest of your life is falling apart and stuff like that. Sometimes it's fun.
4: I think that that's why I really like being busy. Like to me, when I am not busy, then I think about too much shit and then my mind just be going. I have my anxiety is already bad. Yeah. But- I, apparently it's a Libra thing to overthink. Y'all know. I don't... Well, they say
3: I that, don't mind is the devil's workshop and baby, that shit is true as fuck. It is. It be going. Especially when you're going through it. Oh my God, please. Well, right now... I'm Give me a
4: Rubik's Cube. With, well, I know you're... You have an announcement for what you've been working on with your project, but I've shared with y'all too, like, a bitch is like about to drop her own products. So, I literally like had to have a woo-saw moment on my on my conference call this morning about it because even talking about the numbers, the money we have to raise, the money that's going out. I'm just like, to be real, this is all a lot of money to me. Like we're doing like possibly a $50,000. Don't you raise. hate
3: when people act like the money that they're talking about with you isn't that big of a deal? Like, well, well, the idea this is going to be like, we. it's like, well, it's like like 8,000.
4: We'll, uh, well, yeah. And right now it's 50. And I'm just like you have to understand I don't come from a family of, and and I'm telling this to my partner I said I don't come from a family of entrepreneurship I don't come from a family with money like you know grew up I talked food stamps section 8 all of that and so in terms of what a lot of money is this last year I've seen the most money that anyone in my family essentially has ever seen like and so it is like I don't know as an entrepreneur seeing these numbers is just like Oh, this is this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I have going out. This is yeah. like even my credit card bill. I had to ask my accountant, like, is this right? Bitch, my Delta <laughs> Miles said I spent forty thousand on my card last year. Who's who's spending forty thousand? I remember when I didn't even see half of that as a salary in Bro, a that year. That's
3: real. That's why you got to look at the, if you only getting them one two per, percent back, whatever the fuck that shit is. I'm Bruh, telling you, it's you know, crazy. The entrepreneurial shit is interesting because, like, I've said to you all the time, like, I don't care if I got to go back to the nine to five, right? I would never like. The reason being is, like, I don't—I feel like Twitter and, like, niggas have really made me think, like, this is the only way to go. And I don't ever want to feel like if I don't make it as an entrepreneur, I won't make it. Like, it's something— Oh, bitch, I'm not. I'll go back to sucking dick. And my, my price is going to be real high after, I'm after all this like shit. My 9 to 5 wasn't bad. But you know what, though? We had two different 9 to 5. So if you guys have never listened to us before or you've forgotten, you need a reminder. Yes. Mandy was an accountant. So she was like. I
4: was a tax accountant who sometimes had to be in the office during season. That would be nine fifteen deadline, ten fifteen deadline. Because I did taxes for hedge funds and private equity funds. and And investment banks. And so my work weeks, I cried at work. I literally cried at work. I would work 70, 80 hour weeks. I would let her know we need to record some more episodes because I literally won't be able to leave the office. When my, when my first quarter review came around, I didn't get good stars because I was leaving telling them I had a doctor's appointment every time we had to do the studio. We
3: did Brilliant Idiots, well, While we'll I, be on this week and during I our lunch break. During
4: the me during and, our lunch break what we were wearing Bro, oh no, I ended up switching into oh, like no. an Adidas outfit. Oh, I left my shit on. But <laughs> literally I would cry at work. And again, it was salary. They thought they was doing something because if I stayed past seven, they ordered me dinner. Whoop-de-doo. They gave me a car when I left the office at 2 a.m. and still had to be back at 9 a.m. the next morning. That's I was insane. miserable. And honestly, I was doing, and I was a public accountant. Shout out to all my public accountants at the big fours. I was miserable. And honestly, that, I will never do it again. I'm sorry. My, no, I'm gonna suck so, dick and lay on my back and give it to you, baby. And you don't even have to give it up. Cause bitch, I might just be able to lay on my back and suck a plastic dick on the OnlyFans,
3: bitch. You listen, yeah. entrepreneur. So <clears throat> feel me? You guys may know I used to work in tech. More specifically, we could say tech sales, tech engineering, because I was at the first start of the show, I was working in telecommunications, um, selling like tracking devices for GPS, anything with a SIM card, I'd sell it. If a billboard that you're looking at was digital, if the cab had shit going on, like, and you wonder how it has Wi-Fi, there's a chip in there, like, that's a cell phone, and I was selling that shit. And really why my job was not hard but easy, hard but hard but easy, is because when I needed time, I would just go on an appointment. Yeah, I had a luxury. So that was fun. And then um, towards the latter part, when I got a new role, which is really what was make me feel like, oh my God, this is terrible, I made, like, another... I made way more bread, but it was I was miserable. I was installing Ethernet, street cuts, figuring out how much it was. Like I never, I think I would always tell you, it was like fifty thousand dollars to close the street down for like six hours. Like who would think? But shit like that, disaster recovery software, AWS, which is Amazon Web Services. Anyway, basically, I was doing tech stuff, and I always felt really excited about being a woman in that field. And that already made me feel good. Like I was doing something different. And now in this new place in life, doing entrepreneurial shit, like our podcast was one thing, but your new shit with your box is something different. Me doing this, this is actual investing. See our podcast, it was a little bit smaller investments. It was like studio equipment, clothes. Our first tour though, we did put bread in there. Yeah, You know, like we, we funded all those venues y'all went to, but um, (laughs) that was, a flex. Um, (laughs) everyone that showed up to the, all the sold out shows. But anyway, um, nah, this time it's like, you said 50 racks, mine is about 30. Like it's, yeah. you gotta really, and when you want to make something good and the thing with what I'm doing now, you know, we've been to a lot of them and some are shitty, some are not. And I was like, I want it to be the best. And as Black-owned, it has to be the best. The new place that y'all will figure about tomorrow or if you're listening tomorrow, it's in Soho. And I remember talking to my partner and they were like, Nah, you know Brooklyn's gonna be cheaper, and or, or this is gonna be cheaper. And I was like, I want fucking Soho, and I want it to be the only black one. And I want when I get my fucking article about this shit, I want niggas to know. And when we fucking moved into that building, I said, I just want you to know a lot of black people are gonna come here, and I don't want that to be an issue because it's gonna be a lot of niggas, right? And like they were laughing, they were like, yo, like no, like this is Soho, we got designer shit. Yeah, but niggas. I did though uh, want to get into
4: our segments, Ho, because we got a lot to talk about, and I'm excited about this episode or whatever. Um, do you want to? Rock out with our vanilla shit host. For those of you guys listening for the first time, our vanilla shit segment is like sex shit in the news. There you go.
3: Vanilla shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I wanted to say, by the way, I only picked the subject for this week's episode, Breakup Guide, because I feel like everybody goes through a breakup at some point, and this is really fun. And if you may get depressed, even though we're going to tell you how to break up with someone, how to get over a breakup, and all of that this week, we need a little fun. And what more fun than an article that's Listed with the headline, your cock is mine now. This is from Vice, a hacker locked into an internet connected chastity cage and demanded ransom. Now, a few things I want to say really quick. If you don't know what a chastity cage is, there's a chastity belt, which we've learned about in historical times. Normally they're for women, right? You'd have to wear them and unlock it when you like lost your virginity or were were able to lose your virginity. But they're supposed to abstain you from sex. A chastity cage is part of a humiliation fetish, right? In BDSM, yeah. In BDSM. Um, and yeah, uh, so I guess they have one that's Bluetooth, but here's what I love. So normally when I've heard about like hackers demanding ransom and some sex shit, it's an email that's like, I'm in your webcam. I saw you jerk off. Send me this money. I'm gonna, right. Well, this one was literally physical. A hacker took control of people's internet connected chastity cage and said, your cock is mine now. According to one of the victims, uh, for a screenshot from the conversation. Uh, so does the article say how many people? We're victims? No. How many niggas out here got their dicks in Wi-Fi chastity cages? At the moment, they hack. So in October of last year, security researchers found that the manufacturer of an Internet of Things chastity cage, a sex toy that puts users, um, that users put around their penis to prevent erections, is used in BDSM and can be unlocked remotely, had left an API exposed, giving... All right. Giving malicious hackers a chance to take control. That's exactly what happened, according to a security researcher who seen the screen, sc- screen shots. A victim who asked to be identified only as Robert said that he received a message from a hacker. A hacker? Bitch, can I talk? Do you read this? I'm sorry, I got my teeth drilled in. No, today. bitch,
4: it don't matter. I'm sitting here talking through goddamn Invisalign.
0: These
3: are good. I'm, I'm gonna need you to get you, get your words together. I'm be real. I, I did. Strong. I did get my teeth drilled <laughs> in, but it's definitely not affecting my speech. I wanted an excuse. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I'm Carry just on. like really concentrating too hard. I feel like everybody's looking at me. We got two lights. Like, there's not. Um, we're not the only people in here. I just really don't right, like, really just I don't like reading out loud. Bro. I read books, not to people. Like I can like improv on my own, but I just can't like, this is a script. Go I don't ahead. do a script. Go ahead and read, bro. Finish. Oh, oh, God, fuck. Okay. <laughs> the hacker demanded a payment of 0.02 Bitcoin around 750 bucks in this moment to unlock the device. He realized his cage was definitely locked and he could not gain access. Fortunately, I didn't have this locked locked on myself when it happened. And so the owner of the cage basically had no control anymore. And he's like, I couldn't open it. I couldn't do anything. Um, But yeah, basically these hackers show you that anything connected to the internet, like you're fucked.
4: Well, hey, guys, um, if you are indeed a hacker who listens to horrible decisions, I need you to spend your time on Sally Mae, bitch. (laughs) Like they just be hacking the wrong shit, bitch. It started at 40,000. I don't know how that shit up to 48. But yours? Girl. They ain't never gonna get interest. It. it ain't it ain't never gonna Doesn't get it. Doesn't it fall off in seven years? No, it's that not with Sally Mae, bitch. Oh, okay. Everything else but goddamn student loans. So yeah, like, yeah. You know There's it's that. funny, like So I
3: need y'all to hack the right shit. I've been reading things, which I think is really mean. People who like were talking about student loans being wiped out um with the new Oh, damn, it's this week. Yeah, it's supposed- Damn, if the world, let's knock on fucking wood, my niggas. Yeah, shit. Let me
4: talk to my accountant because your student loans only gets wiped out if you make below a certain amount of money too. So bitch, I might be fucked. <laughs> um,
3: we, we need to make well, a loss this they, year. I saw like people tweeting like, oh, why would they wipe out um, student loan debt when I had to pay mine. It's like, dude, like times change. Like civil rights era, my nigga, you think people like, hey, y'all letting them niggas out of jail who smoked weed? I was at, like, yo, right. don't you want to see it. things change? It's so stupid. It's fucking dumb. It's so dumb. Like I could see you being a little salty, but to the point where you're like, don't do it? Don't. I paid mine off. It's not fair. Dude, student Life education in America, is it's so wild that it's a business and not a privilege. And like when you just think of other people in the world that are smarter than Americans, and we wonder, like, oh, my God, they're so much more articulate. Like, Americans are just dumb. No, it's because maybe they didn't have to fucking pay their way like us. Like, sure did. shit. Nigga, it especially- was
4: crazy. As I had it free, but I took out financial aid because I was living in New York City. Like, and I couldn't work and take seven classes a semester like I was doing. Yeah. So, like, how how else am I going to pay my bills? I mean, I was sucking a little dick, too. But, yeah. like, Sally Mae got to pay these
3: bills. Good for you. You know what I mean? Good for you, sister. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Let me stop. Anyways, uh, I, are, are you done with the Chastity Talk? Yeah. So, Black excellence I
0: love the name. Black
4: time. So, this is our segment, guys, where we are going to educate you. Um, I know we talk a lot about sex, but we do like to be educational over here at the Horrible Decisions uh, Network. Um, no, she did. We're didn't. not really a network. It's the Black But, you network, know, but... shout out Black Effect. Um, but basically, this is- But we the, the hoes hole. on the network. We are. Who, who else is on as a hoe? Just hilarious, a hoe. She was fucking with a mirror, man, wasn't she? Okay. Shout out that's that's hilarious. Hilarious. I fuck with Mary Mantou, sis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, our Black sex excellence for this week is James Baldwin. That's A lot son- of you guys may know because he is... One of the very few that we get to learn during Black History Son, Month. Son, I've got like three
3: pictures of James in my
4: house. Yeah, so James Baldwin is a writer and social critic um, who is perhaps best known for his 1955 collection of essays, Notes of a Native Son, and his groundbreaking 1956 novel Giovanni's Room. Which, bitch, what about Marvin's Room? That's what you maybe that's um, where Drake got it from. Maybe all right, Drake, I see you. Which depicts themes of homeless, No, never mind. This is not what Drake meant with Marvin's room. We don't know that. Because Giovanni's room... You know what they say about him Homosexuality and (laughs) and bisexuality. The novel stood out among literary critics because it features all white characters, unlike the civil rights activist's other novels, which center the experience of black people. I'm mad that he had to involve white people, but okay. Baldwin spent a majority of his literary and activist career educating others about black and queer identity, as he did during his famous lecture titled... Race, racism, and the gay community at a meeting of the New York chapter of Black and White Men Together, known as Men of All Colors Together in 1982. So he was an All Lives Matter type of nigga?
3: He couldn't just keep it uh, black? I'm going to be honest with you. James Baldwin is pretty blackety black. Why he had to involve the white people? I don't know if they... I'm asking you, you. You... Why he, he had involved white? My nigga, he from back in the day. Maybe he had to at the time. Like, oh, who knows? There was a public
4: forced him,
3: right? But I mean, I'm he, look that he up. like James. You better have been forcing them okay. whites. Oh god, why the
4: crackers had to be involved? I don't
3: know,
4: man. My- I, I just want to know.
3: But what I know is James is great. He's revolutionary. He's a black Shout activist. Out to him. Um, he's got some amazing like, if, like you ever looked up James Baldwin like interview clips? Like just the way he be reading motherfuckers in interviews. But um, no, he's dope as fuck. I really like this segment. Um, I really cannot wait until the days where we can start incorporating you know Heather Hunter into this people like of that you know you know who I'm talking about the porn star <laughs>
4: that's gonna be your job so you guys are gonna get black sex modern era from Wheezy
3: and I'm gonna continue giving y'all I'm gonna make myself one historic shit once I'm on a dick-sucking spree or something you know what I'm saying Just blah, 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 blah. that is not black sex okay anyway
2: coaster. Get your tickets at CedarPoint.com. Well,
3: our ho facts for this week are just what they what they sound like. Facts from hoes that are us. Um, this one, so we normally do some like sex ho facts, but I really wanted to talk about breakup facts because. That's what the that episode out. is about You know So this one I thought was fucking hilarious Because Mondays are my favorite Is on one of our shirts And most breakups are announced on Mondays And fuck up somebody's week They happen right before spring break Cause niggas ain't shit and very few breakups occur on Christmas. Well, that's, isn't that lovely? Now, Zoe Kravitz, the queen that she is, literally my fucking hair muse. Broke up with her nigga on, on his, his birthday. birthday. He had to have fucked her homegirl or her sister. Or it had to be something bad. No, sent divorce. It had to. Right, Like, that was an icing. Like, you did that yeah, strategically, for bitch. For sure. Which, shout out to you. I Um If you wanted to see Zoe Kravitz's husband's dick, it's on Lu- in love. Oh, but it's, it's pink, ain't it? No, he's mixed, I think. You think he's mixed? His I dick is beautiful. How, oh, it's is it a, a beautiful picture? dick. Loved by Gaston Noah. It's uh, on Netflix, the one where you can watch a threesome and they had the actual actors do their own porn scenes. Oh, his dick is nice then? Yeah. Damn, so she left a beautiful nigga dick? <laughs> oh my God, Mandy. Did that mean he
4: fucked up? He did. Because dick be making us say. It does. It do. Yo. He be like, I know you ain't shit, but damn, ain't nobody else gonna get that dick. Same.
3: You know what I mean? Like, I definitely so like- So he had to fuck up. So another study has found that people who have recently fallen in love have some of the same symptoms of OCD. For example, frequently washing their hands, repeatedly checking to see if the door is closed. I looked a little more into this and they say that like when you're in love or in like it's a new feeling, like everything is so exciting that you are you feel like you're losing other areas. Have you done anything like that? Because I know you've got a new boyfriend. No. Really?
4: I mean... I'm way more catering. Like, I'm a whole cater to you as Beyonce as bitch. Like, before, Mandy is me, No, bitch, when when I start hearing, like, he's slurping on his drink, baby, you want another drink? I'll make you another drink.
3: I cannot wait to talk about this on Brilliant Idiots because I would love for them to title it The Revolution of Mandy. No, seriously, like, I
4: I mean, even, girl, I woke up and made that nigga breakfast one day. Bitch, I pulled a you and made an avocado toast. Come on! And he ain't, and then I put a little egg on there, but you know, niggas I was like. Are you okay with a runny yolk? Because a lot of black people do not like
3: yolk. Niggas like a Friday. Well,
4: I like my shit runny. So I had to ask him first. That's your mama. And then, (laughs) oh, and then y'all, I sprinkled some shit that came down from the heavens. If y'all ain't had the everything bagel seasoning. I put that on mine. Bitch, I I, I, put that shit from you, hoe. Fuck out of here. you came
3: out with the everything bagel seasoning, I'm just saying, like, that's my avocado shit. That's my shit. So there's one thing you got to put in avocado toast. First, no And I, I chop feta cheese I, chop, I add that as a little thing I do thing. go
4: You wanna be me so bad
3: <laughs> Bitch you wasn't even Cooking for niggas
4: I was cooking for myself though <laughs> But now I gotta make Two pieces of toast
3: I do I chop red onions in it I put Lowry's That's the real shit uh, Opposed to like Regular salt and then when you're mixing the avocados, I put a little coconut aminos from Trader Joe's cuz it just gives it a little pizzazz. I squirt a little lemon on that motherfucker. I do garlic powder, onion powder. Then I do some creole seasoning cuz I'm extra. But
4: No that- ma'am, I do none of those seasonings. Just the everything bagel. Okay. Yeah, you're doing a lot in the morning. Bitch. I'm sorry. Bitch, I barely want to make a smoothie in the morning. I'm like,
3: okay, okay well, on top I do put the everything with babel, bagel seasoning, and then I chop up little tomatoes yeah, on top, I, I send it to olive you. oil drizzle. And, and he was like, "Oh, that's so what cheap. that
4: was." He liked it, bitch. He said he liked my little toast. <laughs> anyway, though, no, I don't think I really get OCD, and it's crazy because he's one of my first partners that literally, like, he wa- he's OCD was washing his hands, but then I don't know if that's a COVID thing because I met him during COVID, so I don't know if that's an OCD new relationship. Like, the nigga could have been
3: dirty. He could have been, but now he washes hands because of COVID. I well, don't know. The other one I love, and maybe um, as Mandy can attest Here to this, I'm go. not sure. Couples who have similar drinking habits are most likely to mm. stay together. Researchers found that among couples in one person was a heavy drinker and the other was not, 45 to 55 percent of them were divorced by their 10th anniversary. Oh yeah, give me an alcoholic. I do love getting fucked up. I with love. Money.
4: I love to drink. Like, and that's our thing. Like, when he comes, I'm like. You want dark or white today. Like he's more of a dark liquor drinker. I'm a white liquor drinker, but we we match with drinks. And sorry, guys, we're in Harlem if you hear um those sirens. Cause you know God what, damn, damn, Andy. What? what? I'm just saying. Because when we was recording remotely, when I was in the Bronx, y'all was hearing them sirens. Every no, episode. that was wh-
3: No, there was way more sirens during COVID. Like uh, height of COVID. Excuse COVID. me.
4: It's the height of COVID now. People is dying again the same way. In LA. Now, LA is New
3: York. You know, one in every four People and all I have COVID.
4: Oh, by the way, guys, uh, for y'all listening, my mom is doing a little better. My mom currently has COVID. Why? You didn't and tell me that? She had the symptoms. Like, I literally just Instacarted. And her. your mom works in the like, medical field. Yes. I Instacarted all the immunity boosters because my mom, being my mom, what she used to do when we were sick growing up, I said, Mom, are you Ginger taking?" Immu- no. She's like, I'm Vix. drinking Gatorade. Bitch, if you don't. Gatorade is not going to help you with fucking COVID, bitch. I do be, I do be drinking Gatorade. <laughs> I was like, mom, this is not just a cold. Because I told you we never really got medicine. My mom yeah. just used to give us a
3: motherfucking Gatorade. Like, you'll be fine. I wondered no, why bitch. this mic is short. It's because you were here. <clears throat> no offense. You're just sorry. All right. Anyway, so last... guys, uh, do you have one more? Oh, yeah. No. One more? no, 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 oh, the, no. That's the it. hors d'oeuvre, which is what our hors segment. Nerve, y'all.
4: Y'all get ready. It means ready. we are serving you a tip. Bruh. So this is the sex tip. Mandy, right? I
3: just wanted you to know if you're not watching on YouTube has hoisted herself because, up. Because y'all, her I position not
4: y'all. Uh, something new done happened. And so I want to
3: give this tip to y'all. But if let me you tell you why this, she's so shocked. Mandy's shocked something new happened because when you have been hoeing <laughs> through the trenches of your life, you really feel like ain't nothing else. When every bitch. hole has been used and abused. Every hole. Even
4: my nose, bitch. I swear. Okay. Not with a dick, but some nut that went up my nose before. Anyway, speaking of nut, this is an amazing tip that I would love for the fellas to introduce with consent into the bedroom with their partners. Now, my nigga just know I'm a nasty ass host, so I was just excited when it started happening. We never discussed it beforehand, Kay. which was crazy. But if if you if you don't know if your partner is a nasty bitch, don't do this without consent because it, it threw me off a little bit. Okay. So the hors d'oeuvre for this week is called finger painting, and basically what happened is my man who does come multiple times. Uh, Hold on, asked. one moment. I want you guys to guess
3: what this is about. What? Because I, when she said this, had an image in my head. Finger painting. Benson, get, tell me what you think this is about. Finger painting. What do you think is? What do you think in, it is? In a sexual realm, Just, sir.
4: Look, can't none of them guess. Let me tell the niggas what it is, bruh.
3: You what? With what?
4: No. Yeah, but it wasn't that way.
3: Some liquid. Okay. It wasn't that way as much. Same. So, I thought the same as well.
4: So this is what happened, right? So for whatever reason, <laughs> I don't know where he came up with it, but he wasn't, it, I wasn't swallowing this evening because he was coming from back shots. And normally we do missionary. So, you know, just, you know, just come right down. Pussy. Anyway, he was coming on my back. This is the instructions. So as he was coming on my back. Step one. First off, step one being doggy style. I mean, I guess this could happen in any other position as well, but this is how we did it. So he was in doggy style or whatever, right? As he was ready to ejaculate, he pulled it out and came all over my back. And I'm feeling it. And I'm like, ooh, baby, you coming a lot tonight. Ooh. So he came all over my back, right? He took these two fingers, his own white up the nut. I was feeling him just... I thought he was just rubbing it into my back. No. The nigga decided to make me Simba. And from the back, he starts wiping his nuts on my forehead. And then down my cheek. And then down my face. And then he puts it on this my... This has to be some African tribe. I don't know. Maybe. Or I don't know. In Brazil, they be doing shit. Well, he came three times this night. And each time, he would take his nut. And then he started getting... I was like, "Nigga, you can't do this when my hair is done." He did start then wiping it on my neck and into my hair. My hair was hard as fuck after we got done. Something fighting. about Mandy. I said, "God damn it!" I said, "I
3: only the white people as get if that." I didn't
4: shower prior to him coming over. I said, "Great, I have no, like the best." Like I started feeling like my neck was stiff because it was dried nut at this point. And we not been fucking for a minute, and I'm like, and as God we know, damn. Mandy
3: did say she went to brunch with Her.
4: I did pearl necklace. I know what it feels like when nut dries up on you, but. I will say, it was almost like a different. I felt a spiritual connection when he was wiping his nut on my face in the way that he was doing it, and I was like, it was like a. It was almost like, damn, you a nasty nigga. I love you. Like that's what was in my mind. Like you was such a nasty fucking nigga. I was like, god damn, you're amazing.
3: Because I like nasty
4: niggas. I like nasty nasty niggas. Like, and I was like, no man has ever finger painted their nut. On my face. And it was so sensually done too. So it wasn't like aggressive where I felt dispected. It was like a brush stroke. It was like a... What's he do?
3: Does he paint? No, this nigga ain't no paint. Get that nigga a canvas. Bitch, I'm his come canvas. What fuck
4: you mean? I'm his canvas. So that is the hors d'oeuvre for this week. If you want to try finger painting, it is taking your nut from one part of the body after you ejaculate on her and bringing it up. Yes, not the things
3: you may do with your child.
4: So... <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying, it was amazing. So finger painting, y'all
3: do that shit. Well, if the finger painting doesn't go well, you guys might have to break up. And here we are at the breakup. Now, yeah, we've all been through one. I wanted to do this episode particularly because people ask for a lot of breakup advice, mm. and we had an episode with Amelia Ortiz. Shout out to uh, Amelia. She is a um, a bruja who is amazing at connecting people with their emotions themselves and really helping you guide yourself spiritually. I think hers was episode 88. At the time, so many people listened to it. And I was like, I wonder if that many people love Amelia or if that many people need breakup help. Mm. And um, she talked about cutting cords and shit like that. But what she didn't talk about was how to do it. So we are going to talk about how to do it how to break up with someone if you want to and then if you're broken we we done okay next well some people don't take it that way and that person is me this isn't working for me because I'm a Chrissy Teigen you break up with me I'm gonna be like no are you a it's not
4: like do do you want to hear someone say it's not it's not you it's me that's I thought that's what they be doing in the movies that's how they break up right
3: Yeah, but, like, nah, I've I've, I've fucked with some pretty, like, intellectual niggas. They haven't, like, given me no bullshit like that. Or I break up with them because they're lying, cheating-ass niggas. But here's number one. Let's do the breakup, guys. Defining for yourself what isn't working. First, acknowledge the complicated feelings you have around the situation, even if the realization struck you like lightning. This doesn't need to come with clarity. Say things about growing apart, specific things about... um, Maybe the inability to provide care for your partner if they have mental health issues like, Yo, you know, you're, you're acting this way. I feel like I'm drowning with you. Um, difference in opinions of its finance, politic values and not having your emotional needs and interests met. I sent this text years ago and I wanted to read it because I was like, I did an OK job. And I screenshotted it because I actually always had it in my favorites because I felt like I broke up with this nigga really well.
4: Through a text, you did an awful job, actually. You broke up with a motherfucker
3: over his text and you think that was a great job? Okay, well, let me explain why I had to text. So now I realize I ain't shit for this. <laughs> I cursed him out, hung up, and then texted him. This is awful, but let's read the text. I realize I'm spiraling, and I think the reason I'm spiraling is because every association I have with you is a negative one as far as it comes to complicated conversations. When we're good, we're amazing. I'm so enamored with you in those moments, and I see exactly why we're together, because we work when there's no stress. However, when you get stressed out, it's literally something that drives me crazy to the point that I feel uncomfortable with my own life. You get stressed and it's such a burden on me that I think I end up worse than you. This should have been an email. It's already way too long.
4: Men do not read them long ass scrolling. Ass Hell, messages. the nigga wrote back a lot.
3: Yeah. He was that type of nigga though. Just a lot. Go ahead. Please. So I said. I feel like I need to list out the issues I have and I will do so. You did not do bullet points. Bitch, you did. Oh my God. Starting with one, when you get pissed off, I should not be your point of contact. (laughs) That's it. Two, I have let you know about reason one and you have refused to find a therapist or someone else to talk to because it really cannot be me.
4: Well, then that means maybe you weren't a good partner for him because when he gets
3: upset, why, why can't he vent to you? He was a very uh, mean person when he was angry, okay. you know? And so I think that when, and I think a lot of people dated that person when they're in a bad mood, everybody got to fucking be in a bad mood. Oh,
4: I, I don't fuck with them type of people.
3: No, it's hard. And I mean, he was a nice dude, but like he couldn't, he couldn't manage his uh, stress at all.
4: I, 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 can I just point out to this for those of y'all in relationships, um, I love that you brought this up because this was a conversation that me and my boyfriend just had. We both just had a really, really, really bad day on one of the days that we were planning to see each other. Like, I was pissed off with my fucking shipping debacle with the boxes. And he had just bought a camera and it wasn't working and he had to go return it. Like, And he was just upset going back and forth with that. And so... We we didn't see each other. Of course. And I said I said honestly this is what I prefer because he's come over sometimes and he's either in a bad mood and I always know when he's in a bad mood and he he loves that I know when he's in a bad mood but I'm like I don't know who who your past partners were that still didn't respect when you were in a bad mood but I get it and so he said that he really loves that about me but I said honestly moving forward if you're in a bad mood. I would much rather you say let's reschedule because a part of that energy is not something I want to be around because we really enjoy each other's company and when you come over and you're you're in a bad mood, I feel like I'm now walking on eggshells. But now I'm just not enjoying our time together and I would rather have more times where we enjoy each other than times where it's just like, yeah, all right, w- this energy is is. But not, you gotta you, know? you gotta
3: be able to recognize those you moments don't. and like be like it's okay to tell someone you can't see them. I think. I had someone tell me that it was hospital. We need to dickens. normalize that. He was like, Yo, I, I can't like I can't I can't I can't be But right a anywhere. lot of us take
4: it personally or think that he's automatically out fucking another bitch. Comes with maturation like And it's just
3: like yeah you definitely so need this to This one do is finish interesting. Finish it, the next bullet point. Practice your Oh no, mine? I skipped it. Oh Practice your mindset, writing down why the breakup is necessary for you. And this is really good if you're dating mm. someone who's toxic because it's hard because it feels good when you, like, you know, even that. Like I was dating somebody and this, like I said, it was a minute ago that I really fucked with. He was cool, but like he was mean. And I've yeah. seen that streak and I was like, I got to remember, like, nigga ain't that cool. Um, three, run the words past your friends. This is a controversial one because I don't like that. I think your friends will either skew you one way. I think the only thing that you can do if you're going to talk to a friend about it is be like, yo, I made the decision already. Tell me if you like this approach. Don't ask a friend if they think you should break up or do this. Don't. because I will say the problem with that is we overshare as
4: girlfriends. And so a lot of times if you're at the breaking point with your partner, you've probably already overshared all of the bad qualities and Awful moments in your relationship with this partner, with your friends to where, of course, your friends are going to be like, girl, just leave that nigga already. Like he's caused you all this stress. You've called me crying. I'm sick of hearing about it. Leave him. Yeah. And so I think that, too, before reaching that point as women, we should probably stop sharing all of the negative things about our relationship. And it's crazy because I still still ain't, I ain't had one yet in nine months. So
3: or <laughs> a baby. Saying. Well, nope. <laughs> the other Y'all one is. Uh, acknowledging their emotions and their pain. And I love this one. Make sure that they're done sharing their side before you leave. While it may be uncomfortable, Mm. you need to be prepared for periods of silence, even crying, but regardless of emotions, stay clear about your reasons and listen to theirs. How to respond to those questions is, remember, I don't know is a valid statement. You can say things like, I don't know, if you really don't fucking know. Not everything deserves an explanation because you may not know what's going on with a certain thing. So it can be okay. Don't spiral and try to make something up if it's really just, I don't know. Um, You can repeat their answer if they try to say the same thing and it's okay to say, I'm sorry. And the other one is don't reach out right away. Losing a genuine connection is a bit like losing an eye. Your world will feel like it fell off and you may experience some regrets. It's normal. When you were together, the world widened a bit, but now the vision shifts. So it's going to feel like you're getting half of what you used to see, which is a great explanation because I think even when you break up with someone that you don't even fuck with anymore, like you're mad at them or they cheated or they did something mean, like not mean, um, deceitful, you still feel like something's missing. You're like, well, I'm used to this routine or whatever. So like, Yeah, I think that that was a really good one because you definitely need the space before you jump back in there and can check on someone and do all that shit. Um, And it says this I like because there's always this thing of, do you delete everything? What do you do? Archive reminders of the relationship. Removing certain social media accounts like on uh, photos, archiving them. Um, if there are gifts and photos, putting them in a box on a drive, maybe taking them away from the phone immediately. Like, but just, you know, putting them in a certain place. Um, this one's interesting. Can you be friends now or later? It says that most couples, what, what do you think for a um, year long relationship? It
4: depends. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I've I said you shouldn't fuck friends. So to me, it's hard that if you can't be in a relationship, I don't know how realistically uh, it makes sense to be friends with them, especially immediately after a breakup. You good? I'm sorry. I had to sneeze, but it's COVID and like, I did not want people. Oh, yeah. Don't sneeze on me, bitch. Uh, we would have fought right here on camera, on the YouTube. Get yeah. it. Uh, you already had it. So I still don't want to though. So. Um, oh, no. she could be came on with a fucking bitch. You done? Anyway, no, I just <laughs> I, I do. I, I don't feel like you should remain friends um, with someone. The, the problem is, too, when it comes to relationships, a lot of people gauge the time. In the relationship. So the time they feel wasted or the time they felt spent with that person. So a lot of people, if they've been in a relationship for a long time with someone, they feel obligated to hold on to a friendship. It's okay for someone to have been in your life for a season and to completely let them go. That is okay. So I don't feel like, I feel like a lot of people hold on to this friendship with this person because they've been with them for so long.
3: That's not necessary. I don't want to be your friend, but I will say there's probably one or two people, definitely one, but there may be another one where I was like, or mm, are they really someone that I like shouldn't have been with? Or did I just not know how to be with them in that moment? Mm. Like, and I I can acknowledge that, like saying that they weren't for me, it's just like, I didn't know how to be their girlfriend in that right. moment. You know, like it takes a lot of growth. And I mean, truthfully, dating older men, like. That's really been what my life has been like. So that's been hard. Now, and I'm not gonna lie, I, again, just with growing and learning yourself more. Yeah, like
4: if I would have met my boyfriend now, five years ago, I'd know I was a completely different person, and I may not hoey or hoe. I'm yeah, that part, but I may not have known how to be a good partner to him. Like, bitch, I wasn't cooking for niggas. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting... Like, I was. There's an episode where my service. my mom was on. Yeah. And you
3: were like, you cooking for him? I I mean, my
4: my nigga pretty much, I feel like, was my boyfriend. It was like a love at first sight type of thing. So even like our relationship started the first day we met. Yeah, but that's an unfair
3: thing to say because you can't judge the magnitude of someone else's relationship and how they're progressing it, right? Like people show their love differently. So when you're getting to know someone, like their gestures are different. Women can do chivalrous things too, right? So like whether you're dressing up for someone and putting that effort in and that you're into or trying to surprise them with something or having those moments like I'd still really stand by. It. I think those things are part of dating, but you were like, I'm not cooking for a nigga. This now time, as I mean.
4: he, we got a title and he got that title. Cause I said, just so you know, all my friends know you as my boyfriend and he didn't argue. So that meant we were together. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay.
4: Cause now, the people will tell you, nah, bitch, you better they will. tell your friends that. And he just said, okay. So that's when we were together.
3: I'm glad you have your moment, (laughs) Andy. High Five Casino.
0: High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com the hottest games right from vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account hundreds of exclusive games free daily rewards and come back to get free coins every four hours only at highfivecasino.com.
1: high five casino is a social casino no purchase necessary void or prohibited play responsibly terms and conditions apply see website for details at high the number five casino.com high five casino.
5: father's day is coming a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off, no dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit dot com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian premium cocktails on demand.
3: Now, if you have been broken up with, here are the five mm-hmm. stages of grief from a breakup. Nigga, this shit is so real that it's not even funny. This ain't speaking to me. I don't know about what this feel like yet. Denial. <laughs> okay. that That is the number one. He
4: tripping. This I don't even need to read this shit. He tripping. Fuck that nigga. He going
3: to be calling me, talking about he missed that pussy. Well, no, why this no? is
4: probably why a lot of people exp- like call it a break. Because nah, bro, you got you're, broken you're, up with. But you in denial. But you in denial, and now y'all back together. But so, nah, bro, this one's really funny
3: up. because I've watched myself do this, literally, like with my last breakup. I remember it. I was like, so the second one is anger. I was like, okay. So that nigga really ain't gonna call me this week. Okay. I'm about to fuck around.
4: And I went out just like I said. If you own that pussy, ain't hurting nobody but yourself. Did not Mandy? You ain't hurting him. Just I was in my own.
3: <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> All right. Then the bargaining. This one is a good one bargaining with what during this breakup you may feel vulnerable and helpless and in these moments it's not uncommon to look for ways to regain control or want to feel like you can affect the outcome again so basically they say you may start bargaining with god or a higher power in return from healing relief bargaining with that person trying to get them back um or anything, like basically saying, if I only had more time, they would have stayed. If I only did this, that's your bargaining. It's like you, like going over and over again on what you could have done. Um, th- if I only gave him a threesome, he wouldn't have left me. No, they love saying that. That's a lie. Depression. That's the fourth stage, basically saying it's a quiet stage of grief. Um, You may run from the emotions by trying to stay busy and do all this other shit, but falling into depression. And the fifth stage is your acceptance stage. Not necessarily that means you're like happy, but means that like you understand what's going on. Like ultimately, this is what had to happen. This was a healthy choice for me or this is what that person wanted and I have to respect what they wanted. Um, But no, I like those. So how to get over it. Now I did pull something up from Oprah Mag, but I feel like Mandy and I could put our shit in there because I don't know if Oprah can really be the Hopra that
4: No, because she still got stents.
3: No, I mean Hopra you know? as in us. Stay minute. Allowing yourself time. Now this one is a good one because you know your friends will be like, bitch, you gotta do that. You gotta that. like you gotta take your time. If you I don't be, know, because I haven't been through a breakup, but let's I'm helping. Have you never I'm helped friends the... through a breakup? I but I never done any. That's not what I tell my friends I feel like Mandy You would be a fucking bitch Through a breakup Like if I like called you Like for crying You'd be like Girl No Remember
4: You know how I help friends
3: Well I got a nigga
4: If you want to get flown out Oh you did say that to me Yeah and he did <laughs> He did fly you out Like that's how I help my nah, friends No that wasn't right well, I got a whole bunch Of nice looking niggas You want an NBA player Or a rapper
3: Do you know I called Alex Crying one time over a nigga And he literally listened to me For maybe five minutes And he goes Nigga shut up Oh, can you like go through your DMs He said Just find the first blue check you can You're gonna be fine I was yeah. like That's how I help my friends What? Like
4: girl well, you, What type of nigga you want I'll help you find him
3: I mean I'm a real friend But see that's the toxic shit You can't be that's telling That's toxic? You can't just get under someone To get over them immediately When you really need time to get over Because then you'll just get worse Yeah but then if you don't really break up And maybe he comes back Now you done missed out your chance Of fucking a nigga You probably would've fucked That's true You know what I mean? But see stop giving these hoes hope so this one Can, consider deleting your ex's number for now I that love that work. one no it's stupid delete a- it
4: no there's whatsapp there's snapchat they got my email cause they booked my flight they, there's too many other ways it doesn't do nothing
3: no 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 deleting it so you won't text like deleting their instagram no
4: because the, uh, there's just too much there's
3: too much access mandy it's a, it's trying you're trying
4: it's a step step and then I have to go through all those apps by the time I get to the fifth one I'm gonna text that nigga like so you really wasn't gonna hit me <laughs>
3: Oh bitch! I unblocked the nigga to cuss him out and blocked him. <laughs> See what I mean? Like nah, bro, it's so help. Next, oh, I unblocked the old bay once. <laughs> we toxic. This ain't working. I unblocked him after I got mad at him. I can't remember what I got mad at him for. We had a flight together the next day, and I blocked him. And he emailed me like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> and I was like, I text him, "I'm still gonna go, but you blocked." <laughs>
4: What oh, it's fine You know, I petty like that Y'all Weasley blocked me before And I said, oh, well, bitch Per our last conversation And I emailed her what I had to say <laughs> I, And I cc'd the horrible just email Bitch, you gonna read this shit <laughs> So it, that blocking Mandy's toxic Oh, yeah, that blocking of a number Ain't gonna stop nothing
3: Because you crazy <laughs> If not. these niggas crazy I'm a nigga, let's go Protect your heart with a social media purge Now, not only should you delete them Nigga, you may need to delete your own shit. No, not happening. (laughs) Put them down, (laughs) Tom. Go through. Let me go right now. Settings. Screen time. Set a fucking app limit and get your motherfucking ass off that goddamn app. Now, whether you're scrolling through old photos of happier times, you need to stop trying to decode if they're happy um, through their stories, (laughs) doing all this shit. Literally, literally. Just fucking give yourself a break. The other one, don't contact your ex unless absolutely necessary. It doesn't say what would be the reason. What was the reason? Cause, sorry, I had to do the Cardi thing. But um, I think if you're dying, that's pretty good. Or if someone dies, that's pretty good. And other than that, don't hit that nigga up.
4: I'm sorry. Even if someone's dying, you're the last person I want to hear from then if I'm dealing with a death. You're my ex. Really? Yes. Like to me, like it's the same way, like... Me and my friend were just talking about this. Like, don't make me a charity case. Don't reach out to me. If we haven't spoken in months, don't hit me up just because, you know, I'm dealing with something tragic. Because right now, the last thing I need is someone who brought pain to me to come back into my life. I don't know about that. At a point
3: where I'm dealing with grief. If something tragic happened, like any of my ex-boyfriends, I found out someone died in their life. I am 100%.
4: Right. But I'm telling you, as someone who would be on the receiving end... If, if I'm going through a tragedy re- right now or I'm going through something. And again, I was just having this conversation because. You really think that absolutely. someone shouldn't be wishing you. Absolutely. Like I told you, and, and this is well. something that I've been dealing with. Like I said, not only has my anxiety been up, one of my really close friends, is, sorry, is battling breast cancer. She's young. We're, we're, we're you know, All and well. one of her exes was like, nah, let me know when you go in uh, for your surgery. And she was like, my nigga. Like, we haven't spoken in months. You lied to me the last couple times we talked. Don't hit me up acting like this is a we thing or an us thing or that you're here for me when realistically you haven't been here for me in all of these months. How does he know she has cancer then? From a mutual friend. The mutual friend ran, ran her mouth. And so she was upset because it's just like, don't come at me now on some, how are you? I wanna go through this with you. First off, it's also COVID. You wasn't rocking with me and checking on me when I had COVID, and she also had COVID. So it's just like, this has been a pandemic of a year where if you mm-hmm. haven't checked on my well being, over this last year. I don't year, know. I feel like. Don't come at me because you hear of something Maybe bad. if
3: he, like, I said a nice te- I don't know. I just It think, doesn't matter how nice you say it. I'm no, gonna, no, no. A nice text. You know I'm, what saying, like, what I'm saying, like, because I will never forget. Like, if someone, if I lost somebody and you, ne- I will, if I saw you in the street, I'm going to remember that you never wished me well. You know, my motherfucking so and so died. I don't want to, like, but wish see, no death I, on my but family, I believe but. believe you. never said anything, no, nigga. I want And some, you knew my auntie. I want someone who's genuine. Oh, I remember every single person in my life I believe who didn't them. fucking g- do anything for me when my. aunt died knowing i was going through i believe i believe in a sincerity
4: and someone being genuine and to me if i'm experiencing grief or i'm going through something i'm not gonna lie i don't want to hear from someone that we ended bad or we broke up or you fucked me over the last time we were dealing with whatever i don't care for you to insert yourself back into my life when i'm going through something that i'm I'm drained with mentally, emotionally. The last thing I want is for someone that. Maybe,
3: maybe, we're maybe, maybe we're saying different things. No, we're saying the same I'm gonna thing. I'm going to tell you what you're saying. You insert want, yourself into no, my life. Because if we haven't talked, I don't want you to wish me well or. Say you're sorry. No, don't reach for out your to law? me at all. Okay. Don't. I don't even want so to get an argument with that. Because you know, there. I just went through a death. And we're, I will never forget the niggas that knew my aunt died that said nothing to me. And then just hit me up randomly like, oh, funny post. Fuck you. See, and so we just, and
4: and as human Because like shit ain't cool but, when you know. But as human beings, you have to understand that we all have our way in thinking and how we respond and receive things. Mm-hmm. And to me,
3: if that's how I would receive it, that's something I'm not going to accept Well, them niggas know me. And they know that I like at least would have expected as, the, as as high as my emotions always are and as much time as I've spent with someone, like Thanksgiving, shit like that. And you could say nothing, you're a piece of shit. Got you. You could literally die. Okay. Matter of fact. A- yeah, I don't view it that way. I, I so. do. But I think everybody pretty much knows how their person is. And I think you know when you got a super emotional person around like niggas need to check on me I be sad
4: yeah but it's the same way don't send me a Thanksgiving Day text if we ain't talking months don't si- that's don't not a me. death don't say Merry Christmas don't say Happy Birthday don't come and send me something So no, see those are
3: I wanna fuck again texts nah
4: we, ah, so maybe now you about to use this death to get back into this pussy <laughs> I don't trust niggas it's the same thing especially because it's in those times you are the most vulnerable mm. and may want someone I don't trust it bro if you ain't genuine if you ain't been fucking with me don't fuck with me when you know I'm at a low. Oh, ground. That's just how I see it. I guess that's and fair. And we all agree to
3: disagree on that one. So the last few things to get over a breakup, schedule plans with friends. I love this one. We all need that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very necessary. No much more to that. Um, the breakup playlist. I love this one because... It, I don't. Y'all don't turn on Mary. No, no, no. A good, like, fun one. What's a fun breakup lit playlist? Bitch, do you know what my breakup playlist is? It's like fucking Pastor Troy, bitch. But that... I know, like, shit that's... that make me be like, oh, I'm a boss bitch. Fuck everybody in this world.
4: I'm good.
2: Okay, so breakup
3: list. I'm
4: going <laughs> to go to the gym and
2: fuck that
3: nigga. See, it don't help. Well, don't see, that's no why list. I can't listen to uh, no sad shit. But I do have, like. I was
4: like, about to say, don't do no. I I'm, mean, I'm guys, a, the only Mary you could do is the song that is just. I've done enough cry. No. Oh. Just fine, 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 fine. <laughs> Woo! I can't ever hit that. Thank you for hitting Let's that.
0: Let's get it. up. On it.
3: No, we're not dancering in here. Okay.
4: I hate that song.
3: <laughs> we're not dancering up in here. So the breakup play- playlist, like, it's, I, I actually call it my bad mood playlist. Okay, just do City Girls. Yeah.
4: Fuck, fuck niggas, get money playlist. Yeah, I yeah. Like that.
3: Okay. Honestly, I mean, I ain't going through shit right now, but I be putting that shit on when I get annoyed. I be like, damn, it's raining. Let me put this shit on. Like, Hold on. we all need a good one.
4: Well, I have a song that um. Ret- you guys can play anytime that you guys are just like, like,
3: you know. Oh, they do have a good do not. Do not get a breakup haircut. I love that.
4: Well, th- I'm just gonna play you guys the beat of the beginning of this song because um you really don't need to hear anything else. <laughs> this is the breakup song. Add it to your list, bitch. Cause y'all I lie like, to ya
3: I then screw ya.
4: I get mad if it's homeboys, homeboys do ya. That's it. That's it. Ooh, Damn. Ooh, ooh, I'm about ooh, to block ooh, the niggas now. You know we from Florida, bitch. Play Kaya, and she'll help you get through it. Okay. Not, anyway. not Kaya in 2020, 2021. Stupid hoe. How you
3: figure? He
4: won't fuck your best friend and your sister. I mean, he will. And as we know, next week.
3: <laughs> <I'm> just say <saying>. it. <laughs> okay. 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 So it says, <laughs> um, resist the urge to obsess over what went wrong, which is very difficult because when something goes wrong, I mean, obviously, we always feel like it's a failure, and you know. But uh, I like the last one, Lose Yourself in a Good Book. I was going through a breakup, and that's how I started watching 90 Day Fiancé. And if you're losing
4: yourself in a good book, don't read Sister a Soldier or Zane, because there's just love stories in there where
3: you're going to be like, ooh. And you no, I you love night night as your nigga murders and- are good. Murders are a good breakup book. Murders? Oh, yeah.
4: I don't know. I wouldn't suggest murders. You need
3: something worse than what you're going through. Yeah, but now you might want to kill the nigga. Now you want Lifetime. Now you're on the first 48. True, that's a good point. Yeah, don't don't, um, don't read murder. A good murder. show, shows to get into for a breakup, I think we should say are. So, like I said, I was going through a breakup when I started watching 90 Day Fiancé, and I remember being like, yo, like, this is the best thing for me. Game of Thrones, I watched over a breakup. Um, Master I, of Nun's funny, too. I will also just say...
4: Um, and I think I at this point, Bravo should cut me a check. But real Housewives of Atlanta, you get to see how <laughs> awful everyone else's relationships are. That's true. And then it just won't make you want to be in one because it's just like, oh, maybe everybody that's what 90 Day shit. Fiance did. Everybody dealing with some shit. I was like, they use you for a fucking piece, So you that nigga I mean? might not be a citizen. You know what I mean? Or are you watching the new one and see that this this uh this new husband oh. left for three days and ain't even hit her up and said I was just gone. A nigga was in Tampa. And then said you don't need to know why. That's for the camp. fuck Kaya. Married, married. I was like, oh nah.
3: Oh, let me tell you about how the new ninety day fiance. They got this white woman on their hand knee. She's a hula hooper who owns a <laughs> esthetician like so, like a beauty salon. Like she, you know when people look loopy, she's like well, I she just hula-hoops. I just live with my cat. And so don't they, do that. She. But you just said that. My bad, <laughs> oh,
4: bitch. I live with I live with Bodie. You feel me? She. Loopy in this says I live with my
3: cat. Is that what- no? But the way she be talking.
4: But I got a cat. And she said, "This is what Loopy sounds
3: like. I live with my cat." Okay, well I'll you know, know I be showing Bodie every now day, that bro. I think about it. You do like young niggas, but anyway, she's white. Then she says, "I am in love with my 27 year old boyfriend from Belize, bitch. He got the strong accent, like baby, <laughs> do the accent. You, you, <laughs> no, know you no, want no, to no do, I, it, do it. I don't even. I've only seen two episodes because it's just a new so you season. Haven't but learned his accent yet? Got I haven't. But what I do know is." He was like, you th- uh, she was like, why didn't you answer my phone? I called you 14 times. He's like, yo, I'm at fucking work. Like, <laughs> shit. And then she was like, I- it seems like you don't want to come here. He's like, you think I want to go to the States with somebody who like this? And he's like doing some crazy sign. She's like, so I'm crazy. And he's like, well, yes, bitch. <laughs> yo, actually, you are. She calls, and this is actually the bitch might be me. She calls the terror reader over. And she's like, the nigga ain't answered the phone in like a day and a half. She's like, I need to know if he's cheating. Yo. I mean, she didn't even have to flip the cards. Like, he's hiding something. Really? Oh my God. He is. Yo, she be calling his mama, asking where she at. She sends the family money every week. See, real
4: quick, we talked about breakups. Fellas, break up with a bitch if she's doing all this. I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And King, you deserve more.
3: So this is she ridiculous. pays all their bills and police. I don't give a fuck. That means she's
4: paying for Dick at this point. It's, I mean, it's they, an arrangement. They ain't got, like, they're broke over there. Exactly. That's what The why family, not the least. That's me. why she couldn't get an American. The family's broke. She had to buy somebody that she felt she could yo, control. She's
3: paying for the mama's bills, his I know. bills. So you think he ain't even to put up with that shit? I wouldn't put up with it. Oh, but listen to this, T. Look at me saying it like I fucking <laughs> run the show. So the bitch was like, yo, during COVID, he lost his job at the resort I met him at. Matt. So I got him a uh, job at another resort by paying. The resort who wouldn't hire him, like, just hire him back. I'll give you the money. Girl, this shit's so good. Anyway, let's get to the uh, home mail. Home mail, mail, please, baby. Please, baby. Okay. So the home mail for this week, what does it have to do with? I'm getting to it. I'm clicking on it. So I'm just using filler words. Here we go. Still don't have it. Okay. Mindy Weezy. (laughs) I just want to say that I love everything about the both of you, especially you, Weezy. You're so gorgeous. Thank you. This would be the one you picked. Honestly, she that. Weezy the email. I love your sweats and Mandy's heels are kind of... <laughs> <laughs> no, she, that she... is not what they said. She didn't say anything about me. I was just joking. I hope to be the hoes that you are one day.
4: Well, no, ah! bitch, I'm a reformed
3: honus. Oh, the oh Wow. I'm writing because I'm going through a bit of a dry spell. I recently stopped fucking with my friends with benefits because he was a toxic person. And after I let go of that toxic dick, I made a promise that I'd only fuck guys I actually like and who respect me.
4: Good for you.
3: I like that. But that promise I made to myself comes with meeting a lot of guys that don't have the time, patience, or capacity to give that to me. I've tried dating apps and I haven't met a guy who's willing to take me out or potentially fuck down the line. I've tried hitting guys up. but You can slow down. We're not in a rush. We're not? No. I'm really hungry. Sorry. I've tried dating apps and I just haven't met a guy who's willing to take me out or that I could potentially fuck down the line. Thanks, Siri. (laughs) I've even tried hitting up guys first, but that doesn't work out. I get left on red, etc. At this point, I'm so horny, all caps, that I've been considering fucking dudes that I've been avoiding for months. And I don't (sighs) want to settle for something that I didn't want before. But I feel like I should respect their persistence and give them a try. Am I settling? How do I get the guys I want? What should I do? Well, ma'am, let me tell you something. Oh, How ahead. do you get the guys you want? Let's go with exhibit A. Mandy, a good job. Graduated college. Fun. Pretty girl. It took four years of this 30. podcast. Oh, oh 30 true. years altogether, bitch. without him. if you thought we had the answer, <laughs>
4: bitch. <laughs> I was out here fucking toxic dick for as long as I can remember. I got a nigga right now. Well, I don't even.
3: No, I, I I feel like this is a very hard question to answer. No,
4: this is she's actually like
3: asking a, a question
4: in a space where I was. I mean, I think the pandemic sped it up like I wanted to get out of dealing with the toxic men that I was dealing with. But again, as someone who does just like to have sex, I, I would much rather deal with toxic dick that I know is going to make me come then risk getting new dick that is probably going to be subpar.
3: So I, I think that the main thing, what I found interesting, is no, she's no. like, they won't take me out. They won't do this. They don't want to take me on dates. You mentioned one word, which was respect. I don't think that you need a man to court you to respect you. To respect you. you. Absolutely. And I think you're confusing those two things. This is very Steve Harvey of you when you should just be Lori. What you <laughs> need to do is just understand that the two are not the same. Someone not wanting to be with you does not mean they don't respect you. I think, And also somebody
4: who just wants to keep the relationship at a sexual, you know, in a sexual capacity just because they don't date you because that's where it can blur the lines. If you are right now just looking for someone to fuck um, or those were the relationships you had just because they didn't take you on dates or didn't, you know, take you out to dinner doesn't mean they didn't respect you so i think that you're drawing the line to where if making it seem as though if someone courts you and takes you out that means they respect you that also doesn't mean they respect you just because they take you on dates
3: yeah so it doesn't And and i think that we have thought that someone respecting us for the longest time meant that they would do all of these things for us when really these lines are a lot smaller like through female liberation and sexual liberation, like you got to understand that you being able to even say you want just sex is respect. You know what I'm saying? Like you knowing that you ain't about to play yourself on some shit like that. So I think if you could fuck these niggas and act like one, actually, is that Steve Harvey? That's some bullshit. By (laughs) act like one, I mean like be able to just move where you're not going to feel bad about yourself. Well, no, and I think
4: the problem is you feel bad about yourself. And we talked about this on Patreon. When you want something but you're settling for something else with partners, yeah. which is what I had to realize. Like I knew I wanted a boyfriend. I shared on this for, you know, damn near from the end of 2019, all of 2020. Well, half of 2020 cause I got one, but I talked about wanting a boyfriend, but yet I was still settling in these toxic relationships with men that I knew weren't going to give me essentially what I wanted. And it wasn't that they were disrespecting me. Uh-huh. It was just that I wasn't really putting my foot down and really Ask getting what I wanted out of these partners. If I wanted a relationship, I probably shouldn't be fucking with niggas that was only offering me sex, and I
3: also didn't want to be with them. So then, but that's the thing too is like you be thinking like, all right, this ain't the nigga for me, but so let me just get some dick. But I mean, he ain't gonna be that one. Like, and you could do, right. And you got to compartmentalize the dick sis yes, you got to know that this is a dick, 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 and these might be like, oh, potential, nice job, fun, smart. Very kind and text me good morning. Some pitches like that. Some just don't. I don't know what your vibe is, but yeah, compartmentalize them niggas. Put them in little pockets to where you know you can pull them out of. Um. Anyway, I agree. Uh, yeah, this was fun. I agree. Sorry for going through a breakup. Oh, oh I, I mean, want to start a website, a hose that hose for heartbreak or whatever, like heartbroken hose. And I really feel like it'd be a fun, like, you know, like break. Just a clubhouse room. Like a no, like a breakup Reddit but really like you can help me other like hoes in there and fuck each other while you're going through this pain.
4: Okay. Have keep a great that, keep day. Keep that in the beta stage. Um, any- <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, I do want to thank you guys for listening to horrible decisions. If you guys have caught all the way up. Oh, by the way, real quick, if you have not yet again, shout out to all of those who purchased my uh, subscription box. That is official box owner. So make sure that you join our mailing list, officialboxowner.com. Join the mailing list. I'll let you know when more things are added. Um, also check out, uh, period Sis after this. It's, you know, more, it's, it's educational. It's Tales of Womanhood. Check it out. It goes with the official box owner brand. Uh, we're doing a lot over here. Again, I'm super excited. This week, you guys are going to get an announcement from, uh, Wheezy in something that she's been working on. But also tomorrow, if it's tomorrow, if you're listening to us on the day we drop, which is Monday on Tuesdays, you can listen to us again. Uh, I have a podcast called See The Thing Is with two other co-hosts. Shout out Olivia Dope and Bridget Kelly. And Weezy also has another podcast. For fucks, facts. I was about to say for facts. We call them Mother Factors. Boom. (laughs) So we got box owners, Mother Factors. And of course, I do want to give a huge shout out to our whore bitch. Bitch, I thought it was
3: a bug. It's a braid, bitch. It's a braid. Calm down. Yo, what minute was that? I got to see my face. I saw it was a roach, bitch. No, calm Oh, the disrespect! You just think
4: a roach gonna fall onto your chest at the studio? No. Oh, that's disrespectful! You think there's roaches in here, bitch? It's a break. Anyway, shout out to the horror hive. Shout out to the horror hive and PVA studios that don't got roaches. Uh, shout out oh to the god, <laughs> bitch! You say it. Th- anyway, shout out to the horror hive. If you guys are all caught up. And really we're like, damn, this is a podcast about sex. I didn't know they could have 200 episodes. Guess what? We have another 100 over on Patreon. So go on over to Patreon.com. 300 times, the, the, three I mean? times a
3: hoe. Shit. We really been hoeing for a long time. You think about episode 500, we're going to be like, all right, man we just right, gonna, y'all. We're just going to suck a dick for the finale. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Anyways, go on over to Patreon.com backslash Horrible decisions. Um, and join us for as little as five dollars a month. You get three bonus episodes every month, plus bonus content. Weezy Wines I do Mandy memoirs sometimes, and we just. <laughs> I'm talk- sorry, it's actually called that. Yeah, it is. Weezy, you we wanted on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but check it out um, again, and I want to thank all. The Whore Hive, long-standing members, um, and everyone who's new, even the whites. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, This has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Bye. So, secret signs that your neighbor might be a swinger. This comes from the New York Post. Um, So, while the Sun Online cannot verify any of these claims, here are some of the telltale signs that you could be living next door to a swinger. Uh, according to Cooper Beckett, host of the Life on the Swing Set podcast, many swingers actually wear black rings. So you may know that your neighbor is a swinger if they're wearing a black ring. Um, you, uh, here's what he said. He said, wear your black ring on your right hand if you are out and open to meet other swingers. If someone wearing a black ring on their right hand approaches you, start a conversation with them. I see you're wearing a black ring on your right hand. Maybe we are in the same club. Um, That's what. No, don't be telling me this. They also cite white landscaping rocks and pink or purple decorations in the front garden as a signal of swinger activity. Um, Bizarrely, the website identifies pineapples as another swinger signal in the form of a door knocker. And I don't know if y'all can see it, but a pineapple door knocker also signifies that your neighbor may be a swinger um let me see if there's any more signs there's also another a sign um oh here we go uh there's also a suggestion that pink flamingos on the lawn is also a telltale sign girl do not be this is some
6: white people shit
4: why because you ain't got flamingos in your yard it gotta be white people shit i'm from florida they put flamingos (laughs) in their yard nigga.
6: All right. Like, um,
4: someone said it's all Florida swingers. All of Florida is swingers.
6: <laughs> all right. Um all right, let me say something about that. First of all, listen, there's a large contingency of swingers down there. Um, there's a big resort called Top Secret Resorts that just open. I mean, like whoa, I know whoa, I do. Whoa,
3: whoa, wow! If you want yeah. to fucking come on here and be our goddamn third host, you need to send an application. And <laughs> I don't know who the fuck you think you are coming in here telling us about the resort and shit, nigga. but go ahead. And I also yeah, because
4: it's down say, there in um,
3: Florida. Omari also, I think,
4: may be the only one with the ability to just unmute his mic whenever he's so pleased. Omari,
3: where's the Top Secret thing? <laughs> What, is it? Can you say
6: it's Florida. called Top Secret? Where? Yeah, it's Top Secret Resort in Florida. Um, a friend of mine. I think that may be Orlando, Florida. It ain't, around, oh, it, oh, ain't it ain't
5: in Orlando. No, it, it ain't. ain't. We, we wouldn't the... know. Me. <laughs> Let
3: me. I
6: gotta check, but I know it's in. I know it's in Florida. It's not Miami because it's a little bit northern than Miami. But um, a lot of those places. There's a whole like, bunch
4: of cities between Orlando and Miami. <laughs>
3: well, he's not lying. Yeah. He Orlando. It is. We're in Orlando. Adult only luxuries are on John Young Parkway, Haney. Nee. Okay. No way. Oh, it has. A
4: yeah, Twitter my friend. She
6: on. um. I know somebody who was doing some of the marketing for that company because they just launched and they were just trying to bring some Hold new people way. down there.
4: Is it? Ha, have you? And have you had any friends that have gone there?
3: They got a podcast, y'all.
6: <laughs> it's new. What is new right now? Is new right now. Like, they're just now doing a branding for that. So I, um, the only person that I know down near that's doing that is the, is the girl that's doing the marketing, my homegirl girl, Brie. I'll ask her about that. Okay. But um, as far as what she was saying about the pineapples, all right, I don't know nothing about the flamingos or nothing like that. But um, yes, the pineapples is definitely a thing in my community. Oh, the it upside is. Down pineapp- yes, the upside-down upside down
4: pineapple. upside-down
6: pineapple. Yes, that's our symbol. All right, now, as far as the black ring, that's a company called Partners ID. Those niggas was just trying to market their shit like yeah we don't oh. do no yeah that company right, they do you got a really. mic
3: because we might need to have you on an episode since you know so much i'm not trying to be this shady this is what
6: i do no nah, this is what i do i have um, what do you do now organ- nah, i have lifestyle events as a matter of fact i do we have a little podcast we're doing on, on our own you know i have lifestyle podcast um, lifestyle events in nyc in jersey
4: oh wait you're up here so we could have you like on a real episode
6: yeah definitely would love that
4: oh so next friday pull your dick out yeah we're gonna we're gonna maybe talk about next friday we're not gonna ask you to pull your dick out i promise i don't know what Weezy's he's talking about on, yeah. definitely would like to talk about how you slang that dick um tammy you over there yelling at us so go ahead and unmute yourself girl tell us what you know about the swinger lifestyle baby <sighs> I ain't know nothing about swing lights, I just realized that my mama used to put him in the yard when I was growing up out here in Chicago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you bitch off?
4: It. So you mean it No, I'm just asking. So you mean to try to tell me that my my daddy was swinging that dick? Somebody? Oh, this is yeah. too much tea. Yeah, family- so, my wait. wait, I just want to know if you single, because I will move to New York, you, sir. <laughs> all right, I just all right. <laughs> Hold on, all right. We got to mute Tammy, y'all, because sometimes she get it a little. I nah, need- niggas.
3: They about to look up Amari like that voice. Oh my and he got a beard, y'all. Oh Lord Amari, how tall you is since you can unmute yourself. Tell us real quick. Ruin the fantasy.
2: High Five Casino